Welcome everyone to the Ken Hill Podcast. I'm Ken Hill. My goal with the podcast is to share the techniques and habits of what the best motorcycle riders in the world do to thrive and survive in a sport that has consequences. Using my 20 plus years of riding and training at the highest levels, I wanna make these techniques and habits accessible to every rider in the world. The podcast structure is deliberate. I don't have sponsors. The duration relative to many other podcasts is short, making it simple to listen multiple times, and I only release a new podcast when I feel I have something to share. I'm not cranking out podcasts because my sponsors say I need to. You listeners are my sponsors, and I appreciate the donations, which can be made via the podcast page on my website, khcoaching.com. And now, here's today's episode. Welcome to the Ken Hill Podcast. This is Ken Hill, and this is podcast number 83. This podcast has, has been on my books for, for quite some time, well, well over a year. And I'm, I just had not put everything together to, to be able to um, record it. And I'm, I'm really glad that, that I ended up waiting because this, this last year had me uh, more exposed to a greater variety of riders, um, a lot of newer riders, whether it was at some of the, the classroom sessions that I've, that I've done in some of the classes or at track time, um, you know, riders that are coming up and different ages and different experience levels, but all the way up to the riders that, that are that, at the sharp end. And, and yeah, I've spent quite a few years with riders that are at the very, very sharp end. So we know what makes them successful at the sharp end. But we also have up and coming riders that want to get to that sharp end. So how do we get them to that sharp end? And so having to wait to do this podcast was actually was actually a great thing. And through all of that, we still see this, um, this prevalence in our sport um, that you think you have to be at the track, right, to, to, to improve. It's like, oh man, if I'm only, I, uh, unless I'm on my, uh, on my bike and it's 70 degrees and I got the grippiest tires, I, I can't improve. And that's just, that's just not, that's just not the, the, the case. And what this podcast is gonna talk about is what it takes to be a complete motorcycle racer, right? It's not, it's not just, just that you can haul ass or you've got the best bike or, or whatever it means. It really, really is the overall picture. And it doesn't matter if, if you're you know, just starting out or if it's somebody that's, you're at the, at the sharpest end, uh, having a complete picture of, of what's going on um, is super, super important. And you think about it, right? There's, there's other, other disciplines. Uh, I just had this great conversation with, um, at, at one of the classes that I did uh, with somebody that was a, a fire chief. And uh, so I asked him, I said, I said, hey, so a new firefighter comes in. I said, do you just immediately put him out fighting fires? He's like, he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, no, he goes, we, he goes, we don't even leave the classroom for six weeks. And, you know, again, same thing with even a fighter pilot. So here in our sport, we have to think of it quite a bit differently uh, because this, this sport, it, to go back to the, to the fighter pilot analogy is, 
one of the reasons why fighter pilots um, or, or people that fly like motorcycles is because the ice speed is relatively the same. So thinking about that, right? So if it's if it's that type of if it's that type of seriousness, then yes, we need to look at our sport um, a little bit more serious. So let's let's take a look at the sport a little bit differently. Let's kind of take this thirty thousand foot uh, view of what it takes to be a complete motorcycle rider, motorcycle racer, and where does this fit into your program? And again, not everything you can do things away from the track. You don't have to be at the track to do it. Most of the things that we're going to talk about uh, on this podcast, uh, you can do away from the track. So without uh, further ado, let's dive into uh, the rest of podcast number 83. I worked with a rider many years ago that had won a national championship. And first national championship for this rider, very hungry, very determined and uh, was, was a rider that has incredible technique, incredibly fit, and this rider's mental fitness was driven around. Um, there's nothing that's gonna stop me from winning a championship. And the rider did, and you know, solely focused on, on winning that championship. The next year, uh, competing in the same class, another rider won the championship, and this rider got second. And what held that rider back wasn't their physical fitness, wasn't their technique. It was their access to their technique was blocked because their mental fitness was off. They now had new expectations to live up to. There's a target on their back. And their, their mental fitness was such that it blocked the access to those things. So after that year uh, was finished, um, we, we worked on mental fitness. I'm not gonna get into how we worked on the mental fitness, um, but basically we went to a very high level expert to make, that, to make that happen. And the rider won a championship again. So it, again, we didn't change anything with their technique. We didn't change their fitness. We just changed their, their mental fitness. And Understanding that the things that make up an athlete, the, the, the three elements, we'll talk about here, talk about them this, this, whole, this whole podcast, these three elements that make up an athlete, they all have to work together. And if one of them is off, then the other two can't function where they need to function. So the three elements of what makes up an athlete are the three elements that ultimately make up a complete motorcycle racer are your technique or your craft, right? It's, it's what you do on the bike. And the second one is your physical fitness. And the third one is your mental fitness. And again, any one of those that's blocked doesn't allow the other one to, to, to function. So, I mean, if you have the best technique and you're the most physically fit person in the world, but your mental fitness is off, then, then you don't get access to your technique or craft or your physical fitness. And of course we can look at this differently, right? If your technique is, is great and your mental fitness is great, but you're not physically fit, as soon as you lose your physical fitness, 
then you, you've limited your technique, right? Because the first thing that goes away um, when your fitness goes away is your focus goes away and you're just not, uh, you're not able to continue with your, your technique, your craft. So all of these things get looped together and we, we need, we, we, you know, we need this complete, this complete uh, picture. So let's dive into each one of these, talk about them a little bit more, then we'll, we'll put them in. How can you, how can you actually put these into play for yourself? So techniques. This is, this is everything you tell the bike to do, and it can happen on the bike, and it can happen off the bike uh, as, as well. So this, this has to do with your, with your riding, and this is something that, that we're continually working on, whether it's you know, how you apply the brakes, how you release the brakes, how you go to the throttle, how you release the throttle, how you uh, eyes, um, even reference, you know, reference points, all these different things. It, it's your technique, um, your technique on the bike. But let's take that a little bit further, because again, a lot of times we think, "Oh my gosh, I can only improve if I'm on the bike. I have to be, I have to be at the track, right? It has to be that 70 degree day, and then, you know, I got to have new tires." So there are so many things that you can do that are are off the bike. So let's, let's talk about those because they can even be broken down into knowledge objectives. Knowledge objectives would simply include track dynamics, um, which would be an exit corner, entry corner, balance corner. You can simply get a track map out and work on that. That's, that is part of your, your technique building. Your reference points, it, um, building your inventory of reference points, building your vital points on a track, um, building your segments on the track, slow points at the corner. Where are the slow points at the corner for the for the the track that you're going going to ride? Reading data, right? Reading data is is another part of your technique. Whether it's looking at video or looking at your um, your speed data or even the, the the data that comes off of your bike. So. Right there, there's just a ton of things that you can be working on as knowledge objectives. And then you can get into skill objectives. And skill objectives would be your motor controls. Um, for instance, setting up on the brakes, right? You can do that in your garage where you can just have your bike on stands and work on sitting up, sitting up on the brakes, working on that particular, working on that particular timing. Or your core engagement at turn in, um, or your first 5% of brakes, or even your eye timing can, can work. Um, you, you can work on that uh, in, sitting in your garage, right? So these are skill, skill objectives. Um, you can do work on skill objectives, even driving, driving your car, whether it's your, your first 5% of brakes. So there's a ton of things that you can work on off the bike that go to, to your technique building. I, I, got a great video on my YouTube channel with um, um, how to set up a brake drill. So you can set up a brake drill. There's also ones on reference points. Um, there's ones on eye timing. So all that stuff is there. So let's talk about um, the physical, physical fitness, right? The, the more physically fit you are, the longer um, you can access your technique. And that is something that's, that I'm seeing more and more of. Um, where 
we need to have that that base cardio fitness to to keep access to our technique longer because as soon as we get tired whether it's a super hot day um, whatever it might whatever it might be and then as soon as your physical fitness drops off then you can't access your technique so the physical fitness part is 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 a massive part of this and Honestly, the, you know, the fitter you are, yes, you can access your technique longer, but the easier it is to move around on the bike as well. And physical fitness is, is not only cardio, but it's strength training and, and flexibility. So there's a lot that goes there. On the mental fitness side, yeah, the mental fitness side is what provides access to your, to your technique. So if, for instance, you're gonna go do a session and um, you know, right, you get your, you get an email, uh, cause right, we have to be, well, we have to be on demand, right? That's just how it works. Uh, um, you get an email or you get a text message or whatever, hap something happens. And now you've gotta go do something extremely dangerous and all you're thinking about is your email or all you're thinking about is something else rather than this incredibly difficult task you're about ready to go do. And of course you have high expectations for that task too. Um, and you've, you've essentially sabotaged yourself um, even before you've, even before you've um, you basically gotten out on track. So, okay, great. This is, how do we fix this, right? How do we, how do we, how do we fix it so you can, you can improve? The first part of this is setting time aside to train. And I know it's difficult. It's, it's really difficult with, with the way our, our, our world is and how busy everybody is. But you can, you can almost set aside 15 seconds a day to improve in more ways than one, which I'll tell you about in, in just a second. So <clears throat> set time aside to train. And again, whether it's 15 seconds or an hour a day, Awesome, uh, and I, thinking about this this commitment to improving, because you're 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 trying to mitigate risk, right? You're trying to mitigate the, the danger, and we have to train for it. So, with your technique and craft, there's so many there's so many things that you can do. Um, but off the bike, we we've talked about um, skill or knowledge objectives and skill objectives. Simply get a track map out and you can start to write track dynamics, entry, exit, balance, corners. You can write your reference points. Um, you can write your slowest points uh, of the corner. Um, you can take a track map out and simply write a, a, write a positive thing for every corner, write a negative thing for every corner, right? So you can, just, you can start getting your thinking going uh, about this just, just right there with your, with your knowledge objectives. Skill objectives, oh my gosh, okay. Skill objectives, we've talked about it a little bit, but just simply getting your brake drill, getting a brake drill going, working on your motor controls, your core engagement. You can do this through you know, car driving or, or mini bikes, or yes, sitting in your garage. Um, you can sit in your garage and work on your eye timing. Sit on your bike, sit up on the brakes, and move your head. It takes seconds to do but build those skills up. So you practice them off the bike. When you go to the track, this, this feel has, is already established. So it doesn't take much time to do this. Yeah, 15 seconds, roll your bike back and forth in the garage, work on your 5% brakes. 
15 seconds, you know, pop the bike off the stand, do it, do it for 15 seconds, pop the bike back on the stand, awesome, great. Do it again tomorrow. So there's tons of things that you can do to work on your technique and, and your craft. Physical fitness. So the way that I like to look at the physical fitness is, again, we'll break it down into um, a couple of different sections. And the first one is some cardio, base cardio. And what that simply means is you're, whatever, whatever duration session you're going to run, I like to see having a good base cardio for double that amount of time. So for instance, in Moto America, if we're gonna do a 45 minute session, um, my riders need to have good base cardio for an hour and a half, and I'll explain what that is in a second. If you're doing 20 minute sessions at the track, having good cardio for 40 to 45 minutes. And what that simply means is having a good cardiovascular base, which, which in this case would be like, say, a strong zone, a zone two. And what zone two simply means is when you look at your heart rate, um, the different zones of your heart rate as an athlete, uh, and the way that works is you would take your maximum heart rate and then you bring, you would introduce different zones. I'm not gonna get into this because everybody's different, um, but I would recommend that you look it up or work with a trainer to get that figured out. So we would wanna work on a good zone two, um, I'll use myself as an example, a good zone two um, uh, training duration. Um, so zone two for me is typically around 130, 135 heart rate. And I'd wanna be able to ride, so if I'm gonna ride my bicycle, um, I wanna be able to ride my bicycle for an hour and a half at that, uh, that 135 heart rate, and at the same effort, not have my heart rate increase. So if I'm riding along and um, uh, my effort gets harder and harder and harder and heart rate goes up, right? I know I need to work more on that zone. So the idea is that we wanna work that duration but not have our heart rate um, uh, rise. Uh, for the people that are just figuring this out, it's a lot slower than you think, um, but it pays off massive dividends. And then from there, um, once that starts to solidify a little bit, then you can work into some intervals, right? You can work into some five-minute sets or um, you know, multiple five-minute sets or some shorter sets like that. But having a good, strong base zone two is just can't emphasize that enough. Uh, it, goes, it goes just a really, really long way. The other part of the physical fitness is your is the strength training and the flexibility. Uh, both of those are are um, really welcome on our bikes because a lot of the t a lot of times, right? If your if your lower body gets smoked, um, makes it really difficult to focus. So working on the core strength, and the way that I look at that is sort of ankles to shoulders. Um, so making sure that you've got good ankle strength, good ankle flexibility, um, good core strength um, in your legs, um, glutes, um, and of course, uh, just your, your sort of your, your trunk, making sure that you've got good core fitness in there, and the flexibility that goes along with that, being able to hold yourself up in place um, when, you're, when you're riding. Uh, so yes, I, I think I think with those those things you can get a really good physical fitness program going, and it doesn't again it doesn't take as much time as you think. You just have to commit to the time. So with the mental fitness part is pretty interesting. There's a lot, of course, there's a lot to this, and 
On the mental fitness side, the, the number one thing that we struggle with, and again, as our, as our world gets more complicated, and this, this whole on-demand, it's just getting worse, right? This whole on-demand um, society that we have is being able to compartmentalize your outside world from your motorcycle world. And I think just simply being in that position makes a huge difference. And what that simply simply means is, yeah, I, I get it. You're, you're, you're at the track, you got shit going on, I, I, I understand. But when you go to ride, separate your outside world from it. You know, put your phone down five or 10 minutes before you go ride, you know, turn it upside down and think about what you're gonna go accomplish, run through your checklist, and then of course, you know, go ride. Come back in, write your notes, and then pick your phone back up. That transformation right there is a transformation. So just start with, with separating your outside world from your motorcycle world. And once you think, start thinking about that, do that with your training as well. I, any, you can explain to your, your, your partner, hey look, I really wanna get good at motorcycles. Um, I don't wanna add risk to it. I wanna get better at this. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I need to go work out for 30 minutes. They'll appreciate that. I mean, you, they'll appreciate the fact that you wanna improve, you're trying to get fitter so you can be safer. Because that's exactly exactly what it is. So, compartmentalizing your outside world um, from your from your motorcycle world, yeah, just, just such a big deal. Second thing that goes along with the mental fitness is is I put eyes and training your eyes and vision performance uh, in here because you. Your ability to focus all runs through your eyes, right? Because if, if what you see, um, what you see is what is what triggers your technique, that your particular technique for what you're trying to accomplish. So working on your on your vision performance, whether it's simply um, eye drills or uh, references, so you can work on some visuals, visualization skills all those different things. So your eyes and your eye timing, your vision performance, focus training, all runs, uh, all runs under this. So there are some good ways to, to do this. I, I'm, if people are interested, you can send me an email and I'll put you in contact with my vision performance specialist. He's, he's in Ohio um, and he does a great job with this. Um, very, very fast car driver, um, but understands motorsports and we have, uh, developed a um, a vision performance protocol for motorsports. Uh, so he's a great guy. If you send me an email, then then um, I can get you in contact with him. But it's as simple as you can even just get a Lumosity app on your phone or your tablet or whatever the heck, and do the free Lumosity app. There's a lot of good things on there that work with your eyes and your focus and your and your um, and your vision. So. All right, complete athlete. It's, um, yeah, I mean, tying all these things together. So looking at this again from this 30,000 foot view is where are you, where are you in this process? Where are you as it aligns to all these things? And for all of, pretty much all of us, including myself, we can, we can continue to work on each one of these things. 
And just like any other fundamental, these all have to be continually trained, right? These are perishable, these are perishable skills. So just because you did your, your, your Lumosity app a month ago doesn't mean you don't need to do it again for another month. These are things that have to be honed and built. So writing yourself a schedule, looking at where you're at, writing yourself a schedule, and then committing to that, committing to that. And that's how you become a successful motorcycle rider, right? This, this whole com- thinking of this as a complete picture, a complete athlete. So there you go. Uh, lots to lots to work on, and um, yeah, actually, after I get done recording this, I'm about ready to go uh, go for a swim. So, all right, see everybody. Can Hill Podcast 2021, all rights reserved.